to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensa Otterville. And now, today's word. God is faithful, part two. And we said that God is faithful, his word is faithful, and his ways are faithful. And so we're picking it up from there. Let's go to 2 Timothy chapter 2 verses 11 to 13. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verses 11 to 13. And this is what it says. This is a faithful saying. For if we died with him, we shall also live with him. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. It's a very unique passage in the scriptures because if you would note the passage says this is a faithful saying. So what the apostle Paul is writing about is something, a creed that had developed in the early church. It was a saying in the early church. It is one of the foundations of their faith. And the creed has different parts. And normally uh, it is believed that this creed was recited during baptism. That if we die with him, we will live with him. If we endure, we shall raise with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. This statement was a foundational creed of the church. And if you pay attention, there are several parts of it, but I want to pay attention to the last part of it. Uh, it says, if we deny him, he will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. It's a very interesting statement. The first line if we deny him, he will deny us. That basically it means if we reject God, he will also reject us. Uh, and that simply means God responds to our actions. We reject him, he rejects us. God responds to our actions. Then note the second line. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. The word faithless is the same as unfaithful. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. Now, if we follow 
the logic of the previous line. If we deny him, he will also deny us. Then the second line says, if we are faithless, he remains faithful. Now, if we follow the logic of the first line, the first line says, if we deny him, he will deny us. So logically, it should have been, if we are faithless or we are unfaithful, he will be unfaithful. That should have been the logic of, of the sequence. If we deny him, he denies us. If we are faithless or unfaithful, then the logical thing, he should be unfaithful. But when it comes to the second line, it says, if we are faithless or unfaithful, he will be faithful. He will be faithful. And then he tells us why he will be faithful when we are faithless. Because the passage says he cannot deny himself. So what does that mean? It means faithfulness is God. In any day or under any circumstance, nothing can ever make God unfaithful. Because if he becomes unfaithful, he has denied that he is God. Faithfulness, therefore, is the essential nature of God. And the passage clearly states that our faithlessness does not undermine God's faithfulness. He is always faithful at all times. Nothing we can do will make God unfaithful. We can't provoke him to be unfaithful. We cannot annoy him to be unfaithful. There is nothing we can do that will make God unfaithful. Because if he becomes unfaithful, he is no longer God. He cannot deny himself. And it's a very strong statement and assertion there. God cannot deny himself. He cannot make himself whom he is not. In other words, God has ring-fenced his nature against any change that will make him unfaithful. It is impossible for God to be unfaithful. That therefore, this unchangeableness of God, the faithfulness of God which we are guaranteed will always be there, is the basis, the foundation on which we build our faith. Our faith is based on the faithfulness of God. I want you to just think of this. I'll give you an illustration. There is a big river, big river. And there are two bridges crossing the river. Or two bridges constructed across the river. One of the bridges is a solid steel concrete bridge. It's plain, it's not decorated, but it's solid, it's steel, it's concrete, and it's been constructed across the river from one end to the other. Firm. The other bridge. It's beautiful, it's nice, looks nice, nicely decorated, attractive, with lights on it. 
but is built with wax. So one is solid, no decoration. The other, wax, flimsy, but nice, lights. It has a, free, a screen around it. And there are two people who must cross this bridge. One of them is an ordinary looking guy. He's weak. He's not attractive. He's not firm. He's not muscular. The other guy is very athletic. He's strong, well-muscled. And they have to cross the river by using one of the bridges. So the weak guy goes to the concrete steel bridge. The strong guy is so confident in himself, he says, I can use any bridge to cross. So he goes for the nice, shiny wax bridge. And the two of them are going to use this bridge to cross. One is a weak person, the bridge is strong. The other is strong, the bridge is weak. Which of these two will land safely on the other side? The one who chose the strong bridge. Because the crossing of the bridge or the river has more to do with the strength of the bridge than the strength of the crosser. So that is how the faithfulness of God is. The faithfulness of God is like the concrete bridge. Even when you are weak, you are not brave, you are not courageous, and you step on that bridge, the bridge has faithfulness. So when you get on the bridge, you may be crying for your mama, crying for your papa, but if you stay on that bridge, you may cry, you may go forward a little, come back a little. Go forward a little, come back a little. Roll on the bridge, decide you won't go forward again, but sooner or later, one step at a time, little by little, you will get across the bridge. And that bridge will be faithful to take you to the other side. The other bridge, it's nice. You may have all the capacity, but by the time you take your first step on that bridge, your whole strength cannot help you you will go down that's what the passage means if we are faithless we are not courageous we are not bold we are not brave we we don't know too many scriptures god is there he's faithful one day your faith will match god's faithfulness but his faithfulness will endure and support you even when you are weak. That is why we don't have faith in ourselves. Our faith is in the faithfulness of God Almighty. Anyone who operates in faith, Christian faith, is not based on self-belief. God's faithfulness is the foundation of our faith. It is that on which our faith stands. 
Now I know that we we have a lot of uh, appreciation for people who are brave, who are courageous, uh, people who can do things, and we praise them for their courage. And it's good to be courageous, but God's God's faithfulness does not necessarily require you to be brave. Because sometimes people think bravery is faith. Or courage is faith. Or boldness is faith. Or I strong is faith. That's not faith. Faith is not based on you. It's not your character. Faith is God's character. So when a person says, I have faith in God, it doesn't mean that they are courageous. It simply means they believe so much in the faithfulness of God that even when they don't have what it takes, they believe God has what it takes and they can walk on his faithfulness and trust in his faithfulness. Our faith has its foundation in God's faithfulness. Not in yourself, not in your ability, not in how long you pray. You know, many times we boast, you know, I've prayed for three hours. I've prayed for 12 hours. I've fasted for 40 days. It's good to do all of that. But if that is what your faith is in, you are like that well-muscled person walking on wax. But when we are weak, he is strong. Faith is in God's faithfulness. That is the foundation. Not only is God's faithfulness the foundation of our faith, it is the assurance of our faith. It's the assurance. That person who goes on the strong bridge, who is not strong, who is weak, who is not courageous, who is afraid, they stay on the bridge a little, stamp their feet on it a little, stay on it a little, and pretty soon they begin to believe this bridge can carry us. They probably have fear of heights, but pretty soon they have so much confidence in the bridge that they start taking steps. God's faithfulness gives us the assurance. It's not for nothing that most of the people God used in the Bible were people who had self-doubt. You can have all the self-doubt, but never have God doubt. Abraham said, I have nothing. Moses said, I cannot speak. Gideon said, I'm the least of my father's house. Jeremiah said, I'm a child. Amos said, I'm just a shepherd. Peter said, I am not worthy. Paul said, I'm the chief of sinners. But each one of them was used tremendously by God. Because it's not about who you are and what you have. It is about who he is and what he has. God's faithfulness is our assurance. So even when I don't have it, you know, there are certain times you just know your faith is not working. And if God depended on your faith alone, this thing, it won't be, it won't be solved. Because you, you, you are messing up the case. But he remains faithful. You are weak, he is strong. You don't think you can do it, he can do it. You don't think you have the ability, he has the ability. He said, Lord, I'm giving up. He doesn't give up. So we give up. He doesn't give up. We are down. He doesn't go down. When we are faithless, he remains 
faithful. It's the assurance. And God's faithfulness is what sustains us in life. And that's why anyone who operates in faith must have faith in God's faithfulness. Not your faithfulness because all of us change over time. But God is faithful. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 11 and it says by faith everybody say by faith it says by faith Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed and she bore a child when she was past the age why was she able to do that because she judged him faithful who had promised she judged God to be faithful. What does it mean that she judged God? It means she weighed the evidence and arrived at the firm conclusion that God is faithful. You remember when she was told she was going to have a child. Next year by this time she started laughing. But the passage says she judged God to be faithful. So beyond the laughter, the laughter is, she says, me, me, have a child next year by now. Ha, ha, ha. That is you. Me, possible me, I can make it. Ha, ha, ha. That is you. But she went back and she judged. She calculated God. Weighed the evidence of God. And came to the firm conclusion if that guy promises, then my laughter is insignificant because he is faithful. And Sarah says, I judge God to be faithful. I count God to be faithful. I have calculated that God is faithful. When you calculate that God is faithful, then age cannot fight you. Then your circumstance cannot fight you then your physical condition cannot fight you because it has nothing to do with you any longer. It is the bridge you are walking on. And Sarah judged God to be faithful. We need to arrive at that point in our lives. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebe, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebe. Email otebe at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000.